1: welcome to scream queen a
0: podcast about scary movies that was a lot and i don't approve of that intro from people who aren't typically depicted in scary movies
1: (laughs) you love that shit you love that you love my extra shit Uh -uh. (laughs) how are you doing this week trey what are you watching what are you listening to what are you getting into uh
0: well first off you know i low-key love that shit but you need to, like, warn a bitch.
1: Um, <laughs> you don't even have your headphones in because you don't want to fuck your earrings up or whatever.
0: <laughs> you can't even see. You couldn't see. <laughs> um, um, let's see. This week, well, we finally... We got this idea. It was mentioned to us um, from our producers um, that a fellow podcast on Domino Sound, uh, that would be Black Millennial Marriage, They decided to get a Google Voice for uh, and have fans call in. And they, you know, so we decided, you know, we're going to go ahead and take that idea because we think it's really great and we want to hear from you guys and get more connected. And Tommy's um, question. Go ahead and present them with that question. Yes, yeah, so
1: I was wondering, like, cause um, you know, sometimes the theater. I know I'm a jumpy ass bitch, and I'm just curious, like, what's the scariest you've ever been in the theater? You know what I mean? Like, tell us a story, paint us a picture. We want to know, uh, cause I've I've had to vomit in the theater a couple of times. Unfortunately, one of them was an Event Horizon, and that shit is still fucked up. You can't fight me. That shit is fucked up. It is. Uh, and then one time it was, and I still know what you did last summer after um, uh, Jack Black, Rossifying ass, got his his self cu- cut up with pink and cheers and. I did have to go and excuse myself for a minute and go to the bathroom. But
0: what is the scariest experience that I, you've ever well, the had? The way you said that, I had to go and excuse myself, kind of sounded like you had to go like pleasure yourself to see in like Jack see, Black and Dread. The thing is, like that's what you heard, because that's how you are, because that's um, what you would have done. Because <laughs> I, I hang out with you I mean, too much.
1: I think there's like a, a white screen over here. You're, you're projecting. You're projecting is what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, uh, I don't have those stories. I mean, I've definitely had, I, I don't think, no, I don't have any like to the point where I'm that petrified in a theater, but I, I mean, I, I've i always wanted that. I hate when they promote, they always promote films. Like they do that oh, with- Oh, right, 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 um, right, They did that with Blair Witch. They did that with most recently, Uh, well, not most recently, but like Hereditary. And then before that it was, there was a couple other things, but people they're passing out throwing up in the theater and i'm like okay i can't wait to experience whatever they're talking about and then i go and it's like it ain't like that it ain't. Like well that. what what
1: is the scaredest that you've ever been and don't tell me you don't get scared because you do get scared you don't show it theater, like me
0: in a theater but. i like i ended up seeing a screening by myself of the ring when it first came out and that really fucked me up like that mm. was like and actually, you know, I wasn't by myself. There was one other person way up in the theater. Oh, and no. We were, but we were both just like, and I kept looking at this person, and that person like, kept, kept looking back at me. I'm like, are you still there? I'm, I'm not here by myself, right? Damn. But, I, um, and that was terrifying. Yeah, like, I don't
1: know that I could have handled myself. I, I mean, that bitch too. coming out
0: of a TV, like, through the theater, like, it was a lot. So <laughs> I was at, like, low-key, I don't know who he was, but he was kind of my guardian angel that man. He Aww. You know?
1: Oh, okay. connection.
0: That's the closest, though.
1: When we used to be able to be inside with people. Um, so please tell us your story. Our Google number is 619 289 two eight nine nine zero five two. I also had a 619 number for way too long once I moved to New York. It was like 10 years in, and I was like, I guess I should get a 347.
0: No, nah, I haven't gotten rid of my 619. That's because you're a trader. And I ain't getting (laughs) that. I don't forget where I come from. So I can't help. I
1: can't stop forgetting.
0: (laughs) I keep forgetting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't start that shit. Hangs will never be the same Same again. (laughs) Um, I also. So I'm excited for that. And please, guys, actually use that number. I would like to to hear from you
1: the dulcet tones of your golden throat. Come on. Voices on the
0: podcast, you know, because yes, we need to put you out there. And other than that, I um there's a new anthology series coming out from Blumhouse that looks pretty good. At least one of the screen cap i saw of one of the films it's called like black box and it has F- uh, F- felicia rashad in it oh really and, yeah and it's got because i um, saw it
1: ambiently sort of like on instagram stories and stuff like that but i didn't actually get into it what is this all about what's going on
0: i don't really know much about it um there is a trailer out for the whole thing i didn't watch it yet but um, mama do his name is mama do athi Athie. he was also in um he was in underwater he was in uh, the get down Jerome. he was in Uncorked most recently with Courtney B. Vance who's coming up in our Lovecraft country mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I saw Felicia Rashad and I'm just like okay so um, I'm there. sold okay. in a horror film I mean, like, so and clear comfortable going go fucking mental
1: okay <laughs> I'll take it wait is she uh, do we know what she plays
0: yet? Or do you she know what- looks bad she looks like a I, I think I saw like a white lab coat I want to say Okay. And I want to say, like, she's leaning over Mamadou, and he looks scared, and she looks evil. But oh, okay. that face, like, I just can't deny that face. She kind of looks like my mama, so I'm just <laughs> like, oh. How is Nita?
1: Nita's good. Yeah,
0: Nita's good. Okay, uses, good. I got to make Nita sit down. She doesn't know how to chill the fuck out at all. I don't care. She hears that either. (laughs) Wait, I
1: thought you said Magneto.
0: (laughs) Oh, I should call her (laughs) Magneto. (laughs) Magneto.
1: Oh, you know what? You know what I have for dinner, though? I had that pork and some of that bread. Here's the thing. Dre came by my place and and dropped off a a care package. And I just, I've been trying to make this pork last. Y'all, it's really hard. Because I want to eat the whole thing. But it's like, no, I've, I've got to put little portions out for myself. And then this heavenly bread. Um, thank you for that, Drea. Uh, you've ruined me on pork. I can't have any other without comparing it to that one.
0: I seasoned that with my dad. And then we slow roasted that thing for like 13 hours. Oh, so, or slow, smoked it, I should say. But um, yeah, you're welcome.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, wait, what, what, is that,
0: what, what, what else have you been uh, up to watching? What have you been I mean, I could get into other shit that I'm watching, you know, we can save it for next time. And I'm actually very excited to get in just to, you know, the things that we want to get in. So, so yes. I, um, I think we should just jump into the main discussion. So nice. well, let me just give a quick rundown of what we're going to do. And then teams will give us the first. So first up, we're going to be talking about the rental. That's Dave Franco's new uh, directorial debut after that we're going to be talking about uh we saved this recording for tonight we literally just finished watching it but lovecraft country by misha green
1: like a half an hour ago like it ended a half an hour ago and we're just like let's get on this motherfucking yeah
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) so um and we have that coming up and then our scream queen of the week is miss lupita nyong'o and little monsters as miss audrey
1: caroline Mm -hmm. what a cute little name
0: so uh (laughs) let's uh get into it
1: The Rental, uh, Dave Franco's directorial debut, I want to say it was also written by him and Joe Swanberg and shout out to cinematographer uh, Christian Springer, who also did Atlanta. Um, I found a lot of this movie very visually arresting and when I looked it up, I was like, oh, of course, like that makes sense. Um, So two bitch-ass couples decide to go to this bitch-ass Airbnb on the beach and there are some dumb white beaches in this movie, let me tell you. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, like the one woman of color who gets gaslit into not believing that uh, she's experiencing Racism, And then, like, infidelity and all these other things. But then, you know, it's ultimately about uh, 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 privacy and some other stuff. Um, I got to say, though, I kind of liked it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. I mean, it's basically like this Airbnb, right? And then they've got these cameras in the shower, right? And then they're just like, oh, these perverts are watching us jack off. And then there's, like, this racist dude who, like, owns the Airbnb, right? And then Sheila Van, our girl Sheila Van, tries to tell him, like, listen, I tried to rent this Airbnb. My last name is Iranian.
0: No, only good, no. only good, like, legit good and powerful scene in the movie up until, Yeah. I mean, uh, the only reason I also hate the movie, because I like the movie, but the movie could have been so much more if they, you know, had done what they should have done. But anyway, we'll, we'll get beyond that, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, I got to say that, what's the, what's the name of that little thug? Um, I forget his real name, but he plays Lip in Shameless. He's that's he's always Lip to me. I've been watching Jeremy Allen forever.
1: White. Jeremy Allen White. That's his name. So okay. anyway, Jeremy he Allen White Lip. plays. He's like I mean, he's he's very short and he's got a short fuse. But sometimes you want somebody to defend your honor in a bathtub. You know what I'm talking about? Um, so these couples go on this Airbnb because like two of the people they're not together. Sheila Van and Dan Stevens. They're not together, but they're business partners, right? Even though it opens up on them like super hugged up. And I think initially I thought they were one of the couples, but they're just business partners. They close this deal. They decide, let's go to the, like, Airbnb on the beach. Uh, Sheila Van tries to get it. Her her last name is Iranian. The, the guy who owns it says, no, 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 I don't want that shit. Dan Stevens does it. He's a white man. The guy says, yes, 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 I want that money. There's, like, low-key antagonism. I got to say, and then the first night, you know, they bring out the drugs, like, let's have fun. And the three, uh, three of them, the, uh, everyone but Alice and Bree, decides they want to get fucked up and get drunk. And then um, Jeremy Allen White, low-thug ass, he drinks too much and he gets taken out. So then Sheila Van and Dan Stevens are hanging out in a hot tub. These longtime business partners who have- In a hot tub. His, yes, they have a low-key- Gonna
0: make you sweat. Gonna make you wet. In a hot tub In a hot tub Okay sorry I had to do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad for it and I'm here for it So you get in this hot tub Things get a little bit too Hot And heavy and then
0: there's like a a Noise right and it stops them From going too far or some shit Or the dog comes back or some shit
1: But then they you know Later on Sheila van's in the shower Hot and steamy Homeboy gets in, they hook up. They pretend like nothing happens later on. So Alison Brie, Jeremy Allen White, they go off for a hike. Sheila Van Dan Stevens, they stay in the house during the day. And then Sheila Van sees that there's a camera in one of the showers. And then they see that there's a camera in another one of the showers. So they feel like they're being spied on and they need to find where the tapes
0: are or whatever. Here's the thing, like... Well, they don't... Well, she feels like that, but he says uh, because if they get caught cheating, which is honestly a lazy kind of premise, it's like if somebody's coming your asses and and that's... uh, I'm sorry, but you better blow the cover because that's not okay. Or go run up to Homeboy's house and go handle it yourself, but... Like I, because when, like
1: ultimately that's why I found it to be such a thin premise because like you have the upper hand if you find the camera no matter what legally man right. you might break up with your partner or whatever but like that's gonna happen you weren't no into what. her
0: to begin with he gave her shit remember he was uh, I forget what he said to her in the Alice Allison Bree in the bath uh, bedroom before they went on the trip but he made some comment about uh oh because uh, he's hanging out with his little brother his, his business partner. And he goes, I mean, I don't think, you know, like, he's really good enough for her. I mean, first of all, that's just too, like, on the nose. That's disrespectful and, to your partner, by the way, to I be, mean, like, talking about they were your just brother's very girlfriend. much trying to lay it out. Like, I thought the way they laid it out, they were going to just blatantly be like, oh, whatever, we fucked. Let's just go get this motherfucker who's taping us, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about this problem later. Um but, but the, the thing is that you, this do, relationship and I'm like you don't care about that relationship. And
1: the problem Dre is that you have too much common sense. Cause like okay yeah you would do that but like
0: I just. Huh. But there's parts like when she speaks up for herself, they make smart mo- they make smart points like uh the uh, iranian woman uh she tells everybody i don't what the fuck is up with you uh being able to book this room but i couldn't book this room and everybody's like well i don't know i don't understand and then she speaks up for herself and it makes everybody feel uncomfortable because they don't want to have to be the ones i loved that character i loved her doing that why i loved her being like that that's such a smart and unexpected thing to do but then you go around and then you know Ultimately, you take your girl out, and I'm just like, "What was the point of that?" You know, like she's so cool, but she just did what and for what? I I guess they needed to go further, is what I'm saying. Like they should have just been like really balls out with it, and or coochie out with it, and (laughs) um, I would have been more for that. Like, give me a reason to 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 want these people dead, you know? But or or to feel for them. I don't know. I just, I didn't want to see the woman of color die in this movie. That's
1: all. Yeah. I mean, I knew from the jump, like as soon as she got in the bath, in the shower with that dude, I was like, please do not punish this woman, A, for infidelity and B, being the only Uh person of common sense in this goddamn movie. Like, please don't (laughs) punish her for that. And they did. But like, I guess like the nihilism of it is that like nobody gets justice, I guess in this
0: movie they uh, don't go further enough with it. i like that idea and i love movies that do that when like the bad guy wins but i get that that's what they went for that's mm-hmm. ultimately what this film is trying to be and the the, uh, the final i mean i'm gonna get into the whole ending but the ending and like the credits like i really like what they really take you into it like this person's been you know you know it's common practice basically it's pathological and, and there's more to it and it's not who you think it is and it's something you know there's some some other shit going down and um and which and also they set this up to be like this could just go on for several this could be a whole uh anthology of movies yeah 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 it could be like the it. new
1: saw or whatever We can get a
0: prequel we can get a, a sequel some other shit and i'd be happy with it you i want to see who this kid is that i
1: I gotta say, it's it, it, in, notable in the horror genre uh, uh, in general because we got a final dog. You know, <laughs> not a final girl oh, this time.
0: <laughs> I forgot my final puppy. Our, poor baby.
1: Um, um, I gotta say I, to I, Al- I, Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say Alice Brie on drugs. was oh, yeah. That was pretty good.
0: And I related to her so much. That's been me before. Like, where I, not that I chilled out, but I was ready to go. Like, I've gone out and like trips with friends and everybody has like one night in them to like get it going and then the next day they all want to nap. I'm like, we well, didn't come out to here to nap, bitches. Like, what the fuck goes wrong with you? <laughs> and, you know, I'm just like, well, okay, I'll just do it by myself then. Like, so that that's, I've been there before, you know. But, so, a and, and it wasn't. Was into place. you every day? Huh? I said I'm getting a little more insight into you every day. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, if, if you only could have known me, you didn't, you weren't around me, you knew me back then, but this is, I mean, this is a good eight, nine years ago. No. But those were the days. Um, but I know that that mostly pissed me off more than them even cheating on her. Like, nobody would party with her on top of it. Oh, that <laughs> and was they wouldn't go sad. on a hike with her. Like, damn. Unless <laughs> she took off and got the first one brained by a fucking a hammer or whatever that shit and was. That's the thing. Something very interesting about a director killing off his wife in a movie. Although, it was done off camera. I don't know what happened. to the, I mean, you, she got brained. but. Yeah. And it was really messed up how they did uh, Josh, like, just right in the temple. That, that one was good, though. I really liked that, but it was fucked up. Um,
1: and I was like, this is... The thing about Sheila Vance's character in this movie is that she actually had all of the instincts of a good final girl. Mm-hmm. You remember, like, she threw her shoe out the window so that dude would think that she had jumped out. Then she, like, goes down. She, like, she is in the mist or whatever. I also really, really liked the visuals of that scene where she gets to the bottom of the stairs and runs through the house and tries to grab the keys or whatever, and it's, like, in the back patio or where the... the, um, the It was, like, a long tracking shot where she's, like, in by the hot tub, and that guy comes kind of behind her. Like, that just as a visual moment I was, like, really into. And then she, like, tumbles down the stairs or whatever um i had i took issue i took issue with you know when they show the surveillance video of the two people cheating and Alison Bree happens upon it upstairs he gets into the shower in his underwear
0: mm-hmm. i noticed that shit and that
1: yeah, and that was that was
0: not i believable. only watched the movie once so i uh i know you i think you saw it a couple times mm-hmm. but i mean that's a I mean, I guess you could chop it up to he's, uh, you know, drunk, they're high, whatever.
1: I'm sorry. Those so chonies is off. Those chonies is off. Okay? They got
0: off in the... <laughs> no, they, that, they didn't think about that. That's pretty funny. You picked it on. That. Um, I was looking so that for the D. Chase, I was looking for the D. That's what was going on there. <laughs> that whole chase scene was... Um, that was straight out of I uh, Know What You Did Last Summer. That was Sarah Michelle Gellar. Getting, mm-hmm. Like chased all through the house. I'm like, oh, this bitch is just going to take them all throughout this, and then we're still going to see her get killed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I still... and Overall, the film did it for me. I, I would say. We don't see a
1: body. I will say we don't see the body. Mm-hmm. We don't see the body. So, there's potential. If they're the body of her, who? Of Sheila band. Of her character. She fought, oh, yeah. She they can bring her back.
0: They, and, that's true. That's you know, true. I forgot. Fr- yeah, I got to go back and watch it again. But uh, yeah, she could come back, and that would be cool if they thought to do that. But I don't. How did. What happened to her again? Did she get thrown over something, thrown out of No, something? she
1: just falls off the cliff. She, like, oh, because yeah, it's yeah, all she just, Missy, it. she just falls.
0: Oh, yeah. That was fun. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. that yeah, was you fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked up, but that was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't see her go. You don't. I think there's a huge that's probably exactly what is going to happen. There's gonna be another film. She's gonna be in it. She's gonna be on the, the hunt for this dude. Really smart idea also, just last thing for me is that use of that mask. I've seen that mask before. And oh, it was in um, a Harmony Corinne film that was really annoying called Trash Humpers. It came out years ago. And it was just like, just a bunch of random footage that he took, of, it doesn't make no fucking sense. Sounds about right. Ooh, but if they, there's a bunch of people in there. This is skater shitty friends wearing those masks and like humping things and skating around. And it's just like very, you know. Okay. Yeah. And Comedy I was like, Korean, oh, I yeah. know that mask. And it, and it traumatized me thinking about that. <laughs> but they, it was very, very good reinvention of it. I appreciate it. I found it terrifying. Yeah. I also
1: didn't expect it to take that. I was honestly surprised that there was like a third party involved. You know, mm-hmm. I thought for sure it was just. The film th-
0: kept, it, it, it was layered. It, um, I could complain again about the main flaw for me, but the, there was thought behind everything. And it, um, they better bring her back though.
1: Yeah. I I enjoyed put that it. In my
0: head, you planned I'm, that I'm just saying,
1: I'm just saying, if there's a way to save this movie for you, it's yeah. that they didn't find the body. They
0: didn't show Alice and Brie die. They didn't show her body either. They so. did.
1: They, there was a little, and there was like a thing. I remember they did. Yeah. Well, but
0: they didn't show her dead. Dead. They dead, didn't show dead. them. They didn't
1: show him killing her. They showed her unconscious yeah, so with a wound. So that's what I'm saying.
0: You didn't see her die. Like you, you saw her on the ground. And I remember, like, that's what I remember. And they don't. She's just knocked out. So I'm just saying, there's a potential for her to be back. Dan is done. No, Dan oh. and Josh are done. They're done. Yeah, but they're the done. girls might come back. Okay. Uh, and I would. I'm like, why would you just take your wife out? If you're gonna kill your wife off in a film, like freaking, I mean, might as well go for it. You know,
1: she's <laughs> down, down for it. Um, so, so I, yeah, I, good overall. I felt good about it. Um, I thought it was worthy. Could have used some improvement. But, you know, um, when you have white men writing about the conflict of a woman of color, you're probably going to have an unsatisfying ending.
0: He tried. <laughs> 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 All right. Should we get into part two? Yeah. So... Ooh. I I've been like really looking forward to this for a minute. I I don't remember exactly when I first saw the trailer for it, but um, it's it's been some months now, and it's like I see that little teaser and and then COVID happens, and I'm like, so I just lost all hope for this coming out anytime soon. Thought we get it next year, year after, maybe never. Because it's oh, just it so is striking,
1: like the the preview was so striking mm-hmm. visually. Um, I felt the thrill. Um, I saw the beauty. We'll, we'll get into Janae. it. We'll get yeah.
0: into it. Let me do the intro first. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I want to before you give me all yours, Tommy. I just wanted to first uh, just say that uh, Lovecraft Country, based on the the short, uh, it's a series of short stories called, uh, called Lovecraft developed by Misha Green. She did underground that intertwined journey, Smollett, Um, and then now we got Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors was also in, uh, the last black man in San Francisco. And he was also in, let's see, uh, defy bloods that just came out recently.
1: Body, adi, adi.
0: Mm. <clears throat> Courtney B. Vance. Michael K. Williams, who mm-hmm. we just covered recently in Tommy's pick for uh, The Purge Anarchy. And then we got, and looking cute as hell is this like earthly figure Jamie Chung came mm-hmm. down from this, this spaceship. And I was like, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't, I wasn't either.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> um, so this is about Atticus Freeman. Um, Atticus, uh, wait, wait. His name last name is Freeman, but this is Atticus Black. But Atticus Freeman joins his friend La- Letitia, and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. Mm. So, um, basically, they just HBO Max has dropped this shit tonight. I so we've only seen like an we've hour. only
1: seen the first episode. Yeah. full disclosure.
0: I, I I plan on going ahead and just reading the short stories because I just really want to see how well they, or not even well, how well they match up, but where they match up. Yeah. And Um, From what certain articles that I've read, I read, I try not to get too many like biased opinions or whatever, but I just wanted to see like what the overall take was out there. Um, But it seems like it wouldn't ruin it for me because I'm and I really am invested in this idea. This is like everything I want in horror. This film I remember this show. Um, It's real life horror meets Mm -hmm. make-believe. So you're dealing with everyday racism and something that's always been topical in my book, you know, but is so on the point, you know, right now in our times. Um, so, yeah. Well, how did you feel about uh, the opening of this show, Tommy?
1: <sighs> okay, so a lot of thoughts racing in my mind. First of all, I just want to say that um, there is, so, so the first episode is called Sundown. And basically like the monsters are this, these like vampire sort of I don't know creatures, very sensitive to the light. They infect other people. Um, but our lead up into this is that our three heroes are stopped by the cops uh, and told that they're not just in a sundown town, they are in a sundown county. And they've got to get out before, they have to cross the county line well, I'm at the down.
0: beginning of the show. So I was asked, like, what did you take from like the opening sequence with the, you know. Oh, like, wait, just say that again. I meant the, what did you feel about the opening of the show from, like, how he, how the story opens up with him on this bus, we're taken into this H.P. Lovecraft world, and then they're blending in, like, right from the get-go, you know, modern day conflicts with this and you're learning about this sci-fi nerd i mean i just wanted to know your take on that his hero you see number 42 jackie robinson comes in Mm. out of nowhere
1: killing a cthulhu or whatever
0: yeah it was was a a whole lot going on in that one segment you know i mean because at the end we get to the like the as soon as sundown happens and the chapters you know i I really want to get into that too but the, the, I thought the opening, your-
1: the, dr- so the sort of dream sequence before he wakes up on the bus that shows, um, that, that shows the main character sort of on the battlefield, and then there's, like, spacecraft, and then there's, like, Jamie Chung beaming down, and then there's, like, uh, Cthulhu, and then there's Jackie Robinson, and there's, like, all this. I thought it was, like, in, in writing, at least what I know is that, like, you have to set people up for the experience that they're going to have and that just being so crazy, I was like, we are down for anything. Like anything could literally happen at this point. Like Jackie Robinson batting himself through a Cthulhu. Cthul- like, okay, lady coming down for space, okay. Like at first it just seemed like a straight up like 1917 type like World War I thing and then it like upends on itself. So I was here for the weirdness because I was like, okay, this show is swinging for the fences. Like we are going to be taken through a journey that's like story and visual and black, and I'm here for it.
0: Absolutely, and of course, you know because Watchmen just came out, people are going to draw comparisons. This, you know, this was written, I think, in 2014, and you know, so and what they're doing, like they've only slightly upticked certain things in like the the workings. Like it was it was supposed to be like blatantly in H.P. Lovecraft's face, like sci-fi is very white. And so they wanted it to be this, to be super black. Because like
1: H.P. Lovecraft is like Mm -hmm. very problematic like Mm -hmm. that man has got some racist history Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: racist writing and i love this interpretation i love the fact that like okay so i was listening to um the lovecraft uh lovecraft country radio which is the official hbo podcast that's hosted by ashley c ford one of my friends and uh shannon houston who's a writer on the show and they just like opened it being like look Like, the history of most, like, a lot of people in this country is of horror. You know what I mean? Like, the history of being, uh, the history of genocide, the history of indigenous theft, the history of black slavery and black death, like, that's horror. Like, we live through horror. Our ancestors have lived through horror. Our parents and our grandparents and and our great-grandparents, they've lived through extinction-level events. Like, fuck COVID. You know what I mean? Like, they lived through actual fucking shit. And so, like, um... I love it when people like us get to tell stories like this because it's taking a genre with a history that excluded us from it and being like, okay, I see what you did there. That's real cute. (laughs) But now let me show you what I can do. Um,
0: Absolutely. Here for um, it.
1: Love to see it.
0: Yeah. I I really like that there was a segment in it. I think it's right when they go to... Yeah, it's the Midwest segment where they when they start their journey, and instead of music, but in the background, it's a James Baldwin speech. Oh, yeah, and, that was so um, good. You know, and that's a speech I've listened to on time and time and time again. And you know what, I would, I would, I could give you specifics, but just you know, start with any any James Baldwin, and you'll be fine. You know, start with the fire next time if you have to, but mm-hmm. start with any James Baldwin. Um, I just thought that was so powerful, and that literally narrates the. Can you hear my mother laughing in the background? She's like, fuck. Can you hear her? I heard a little... <laughs> I heard a little bit. I heard a little Jesus. bit. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> i um I'm trying to be all po- like philosophical and shit. She's over here cracking up. Uh,
1: Why are you hating on Black Joy right now? <laughs>
0: that's what I'm talking about. Why is she hating on my Black... Wow, she is so loud. and so distracting. <laughs> I, um, I need to, uh, <laughs> she's getting on my nerves right now. I'm funny. You could hear what I'm hearing. Um, I, I found that very poignant. I found like that is probably the best way to encapsulate this show. And, and yes, I, I, I am I was just blown away by it. I really, they, and they only kind of hinted at certain things the whole episode and that last, you know, when you talk about sundown and they're told they're in a sundown County, of course I'm thinking the town that dreaded sundown that, that movie just popped into my head right away. Mm-hmm. But, um, just that instead of, uh, your normal chase sequence being run out of town by some monster. I mean, it's a real monster yeah. and you know, and he's on their tail you know, and then they're face to face with another monster, you know, cause they have to get out the whole goddamn County, like you said. And, uh, yeah, it was. I listened to this. I was listening to the show with my friend, and every time like these stressful points would come up, I just could hear him breathing heavy on the other side of the phone. Like Ugh. every time <laughs> you heard the N word get dropped, mm-hmm. you know he was like, "Oh, oh, oh."
1: But that, like, that racism is the real horror, mm-hmm. you know, and that, like, this takes that and then just like puts a monster on top of that, you mm-hmm. know. Which I think, they make, is- yeah,
0: real, real horror, make believe horror, yeah. Because it's monster, like make believe monster.
1: It's not like we, we need this to tell. We, it's not like we necessarily need to tell each other this because it's like we yeah. know what that horror is. But it's yeah. like when you turn that into a monster that then is also chasing white people, when you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you thought. You were playing here, like, because directly before the monsters come out in Sundown, they have the three heroes, they take them out of the car, they put guns to their heads, they're like, have them on the ground, their faces in the dirt, and it's like real fucking terror. And then it's like, okay, I love the fact that this show and this episode was like, well, let's just like, if, if this is the terror that you give, let's see when we put that terror on you too.
0: Well, I mean, as soon as they walk into them damn woods, I already knew what the fuck was going to happen, like you could you didn't tell me twice. So yeah, they surround the, these three people, and then their asses get surrounded, and you know, their arms are getting t- you know tear- torn off, and heads and getting people, bitten off, you know, shoulders getting ripped off, people turning into shit. It was amazing. I loved it. It was dope so don't, um, don't, what don't.
1: what do you think this birthright is because the reason why the main character is looking for his father is that he's disappeared from his apartment in chicago and writes him a letter that says like your birthright is in you know love lovecraft country over there
0: uh, well it has something to do with these those two Aryan ass looking white people <clears throat> and um and whatever is going on with them they got they they're hip to the fact that we're, you know, just people of color, we're fucking precious and we, we rule all, basically. Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to keep us from that secret. I think it's just them trying to keep them from, it's, it's what's happening right now. It's been going on in society forever. They, they don't want you to know what your true power is, what you possess, what you embody. And, you know, they just want to make sure if they can keep you distracted from that and you, you don't feel special, you don't feel worthy. You know, that that's all they're just a, a distraction. We oh, we're gonna lead you to this and thank thank us for letting you find out your birthright. Like, how is that your goddamn place to know my god my motherfucking birthright? <laughs> so well, there were so many um they're sirens or whatever. What before
1: before we get to the monsters, the, the the like sci-fi monsters, there are so many monsters already in the show. And I'm thinking specifically like, you know, when um that guy's like leading them on the green book tour. And he's like, let's go to this restaurant, and they show up there, and the fire department gets called on them, and then like they're trying to kill, him. you know, like the fire department gets called, them shooting on. They have this big shootout. They're like uh, a high speed chase, and Journey Smollett did that. She was the she was the driver in that chase uh, and really, you know, uh, got them to safety. But then then we get this like silver car with that Aryan lady in it. That like the um. Mm-hmm the 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 fire department boys kind of like run into they didn't smash into it right did they hit like a barrier or like a force field no, or something that car. okay it was just like a, a sturdy ass car
0: well i mean we don't know what's up with that car what is, is up with that is. car what
1: is going on what's happening with this car
0: yeah i mean that could be yeah it's it's possessed it's it's a possessed car that that film i mean this show has a bunch of different film throwbacks in it like i was i was catching all kinds of shit like that in there when They're Getting Chased, that reminded me of uh, Duel, that uh, one of uh, Stephen King's... or oh, is it Stephen King or Steven Spielberg's first... Like, is that his directorial debut? I think that it might It was a Steven, a Steven of distinction. It. Well, I think it's Steven Spielberg, but he, it's, he was like his made-for-TV film, and it's this, like, family getting chased by a semi-truck in their station wagon, you know? And it's for no fucking reason or whatever. I mean, just the, you know, there's there was some other moments in there. I, just little things that kept sticking out to me, but like a devil car. So that's Christine, you know, and, uh, it goes on and on. There's, there's so many damn references and I, I'm a nerd for that shit. So like, I was just eating it up. Um, besides that i'm trying to think like what really i mean yeah journey was getting it her sister is so dope that was such a good
1: sequence they got a
0: whole lot of shit going on between them but they you know there's love yeah there i mean the thing like ultimately what stuck out for
1: me was family Mm -hmm. you know complicated family relationships because you know uh, main character and his dad, like they've had some, because the dad is an alcoholic. He talks about like the bar owner kept talking about like I, you came in and out of here trying to get him off my bar. The bar, bar owner who
0: was getting his dick sucked by a man in the in the alley. <laughs> uh, he's like, "Where's the guy with all the jewelry?" <laughs> um, yeah. So wh- yeah,
1: what keeps coming up to me is like complicated family thing, right? And then um, uh, I can't remember the name of the character but who's making the green book thing, but you know, he he has like some physical disabilities from having to go on the road and figure out places that are safe for Black folk to visit in the South. And his wife is like, I write the best reviews of these places. I want to go on the road, but he's like very protective of her, right? Because he's like, if they did this to my knee, there's no telling what they would have done to her. Mm -hmm. You know? And um, and then like- Yeah, because
0: he's author of another inspired book of The Green Book. That's what he writes. It's not The Green Book. It's an inspired version of it. Yeah. But- or, but, um, and that, that in itself, you know, I, I it's all, I was on the edge of my seat that made me a million times more nervous than that monster shit. The monster shit was a relief at the end, but you know, just watching anybody else driving cross country, they don't normally have to take into account somebody might might not want me here and somebody might chase me out of town with a gun Yeah, and somebody might, I might not make it out of that town. Yeah. And you know, these things still happen today. That's not new. It's not, and it hasn't stopped. You know, there's, you know, I've always wanted to drive cross country. That's always been a dream of mine to do it by myself. And, but I always had to think in my head about, oh, like I would have to map it out so strategically and be so careful about this because all it takes is being stuck in the wrong city at the wrong time, you know, and it's just like, but and then part of me is also like, fuck that. Like, why shouldn't I be able to experience like this landscape, you know? Like, why shouldn't I get to see that? And, um, you know, yeah, that, that really, how could that not strike a chord for me? And, yeah. you know, you, you know, this, this is your land and <laughs> that was ripped from you. And this is the only land I've ever known that I was told that I was not entitled to. Um, and then you got all these motherfuckers up here talking about like, you know.
1: And this is where you can and can't go. And it's like I mean, you know, I've never, I have, I haven't ever had the ambition to go cross country because, first of all, I can't drive, and so you know, I fall asleep behind the wheel. But second of all, like, I'm not going to go to the wrong gas station.
0: And yeah, that sheriff's like, how the fuck do you know my name? And it's like that, and that's because if I didn't know your name, <laughs> like, of course I know your name, motherfucker. Your name is on a list. We all know about your ass. Like, <laughs> then that's why we know not to come through here. Yeah, you know. And it's also just,
1: probably on your lapel because, like, you've got a badge. So or there's cool.
0: that. <laughs> Read. <laughs> well, fuck
1: but the third family dynamic that I want to talk about, too, was, like, Journey Smollett, her sister, and this whole thing about her mom, right? Because, like, the thing is, like, she's Journey's a little bit estranged from her family because she didn't go to her mom's funeral, presumably because there were, like, maybe some kind of... Illness or abuse or something we don't know yet, and um, so when they go to meet up with her family, that's they're still sore about that. They're like, "You didn't, you didn't go to her funeral," and she's like, "Well, you didn't live with her, <laughs> you know." So there's like some complicated grief, and I like the fact that we're given emotionally dynamic characters in something that is straight genre.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I. Uh... I generation to generation, you know, she's being talked to and I love me some Courtney Vance, but I like that he's playing this old, old, old school black man. First, he keeps calling her girl and she needs to correct him. And she's like, my name is Letitia Salasal Salasal, you know, like and she breaks it down. And, but at the end, you know, there's some other, the, the other outdated practice that still exists to this day. Like he, you know, when she's getting blessed out by her father, about not being at the funeral, and he, and Atticus wants to run in there and go to her rescue. He's like, that's family stuff. That's private. And I'm just like, fuck that, fuck that. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't give a shit about that. Like if somebody's being disrespected, I don't give a shit about the dynamics of it. You know, like there things can there is a way to engage. You mm-hmm. know, and. Yeah, And and they are family, ultimately. Like, they all know each other. They know what's going on. But just people choose, pick and choose what they can and cannot get involved with, you know? And I think that goes back, you know, and I think that's what creates a lot of issues in this world. That's why people are so goddamn private while they're always out just trying to protect themselves and theirs, you know? Instead of looking at things as a true community, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, if I see a woman getting accosted or or whatever, or anybody. Like, I want to know what the fuck is wrong with that situation, Mm -hmm. you know? So I'm just, it's a lot Yeah, because people
1: be like, you know, mind your business. And it's like, well, that's my friend. It also happening right in front of me and I have no other place to go. So now it's all of a sudden my business. I'm sorry. Basically. Um, What did you think of Atticus uh, having that standing bath and Jernay was taking his picture? Because that was very sexy. Uh... (laughs) Is that you, what stuck out in your head? <laughs> Cause that was, you know, baby got back. Like
0: <laughs> oh, he's, he, he's a cutie. Uh, it's a very
1: very, very fit.
0: Like, he loves Robo He knows yeah. how to wear he a looks t-shirt. very nice in, them, in them outfits. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh I I don't even think that scene stuck out to me. I'm about to rewatch the, the show in a minute with my parents, but I'll I'll have to keep out an eye out for that. Yeah, well, 20
1: points to you if you can make it to the end without falling asleep, because it is your bedtime, so.
0: <laughs> I'll be putting me on blast pitch, whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, should we get to our um, screen,
0: Queen? Um, yeah, but I just wanted to, you know, close this out. Like, you know, we're going to give some recaps coming up.
1: We're going to keep talking about <laughs> yeah. it, because if, if it's on when we're ta- when we're doing this show, yeah. it's going to be inevitable, because, you know, at so, first yeah. it was like, I may destroy you, but, like, this is week to week, I'm sorry, I might, I'm going to have to be talking about it.
0: So um, I'm fucking happy the show exists. And I'm really pissed that I have to wait week to week, but I will be. I know. Home.
1: I know. It looks so good, though. It's just so good. It looks yes. so good. I was scared. It is so good.
0: Oh, you were scared, bitch. Of course. You <laughs> that ain't saying a lot, but anyway. <laughs> so I uh, watched that shit. Lovecraft Country, HBL.
1: All right, thank you for sticking around this long. Our screen queen of the week is Lupita Nyong'o as Miss Audrey Caroline in Little Monsters, the new film, not the old Little Monsters. Um, So Miss Audrey Caroline is in charge of a bunch of kids. They go to this, like, petting zoo-type shit, um, and zombies happen, and she has to keep these little kids alive. And I gotta tell you, you know that I have to like a movie a lot when it's a lot of little kids and I'm still like really cool with it. I love. Mm. I, but also like, I found them very endearing, that little asthmatic. Accents boy, and with, shit. Yeah, that's part of it, but that little that little I don't know what was he asthmatic, whatever he's allergic to peanuts, whatever that one he the one who went out in the Darth Vader yeah. outfit, that was so cute. That was so cute.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah, they had they started the beginning where he walks in to his uncle's girlfriend getting fucked by the landlord or something and he's like (laughs) it's really inappropriate this film i love how inappropriate it is It really
1: is like it's not for kids. so many (laughs) f-bombs so
0: many just so many just what was that bitch ass name teddy
1: mcgiggles teddy mcgiggles is a bitch ass is
0: a piece of shit and he's really good at it it's really funny it's
1: like, I, I fuck so many moms. I fuck so <laughs> <other> moms. <laughs> I fuck old moms. I fuck young moms. I fuck married moms. I fuck single moms. I fuck white moms. I fuck black moms. It's like, you are such a piece of shit. I can't wait till you shit. die. Oh, I loved it. But I love Miss Audrey Caroline because, you know, she was somebody who was like, she is so virtuous as a character. But then you learn that, you know, she
0: chased Hanson around for years, and, like... Well, and she, they say, just to, just to get in there, they say, because they, the only bad thing about this film is that they keep singing that fucking Taylor Swift song, uh, Shake It Off, and then she keeps saying, oh, I kept chasing Taylor around, and then he's like, she's like, Taylor Swift? She's like, no, Taylor Hanson. like, bitch! <laughs> anyway. So she
1: had this past that was, like, deeply irresponsible, and, and selfish, and self-centered, and then she found herself kind of stranded in australia and then she decided to get a job looking after kids and she's so capable she's so patient because these little bitches that one bitch who will talk about putt golf all the time just started screaming and it was like you are gonna get all your asses eaten you little bitch shut the fuck up she was just so patient with everybody and like the kind of And like, shout out to teachers, like shout out to caregivers, like the kind of patience and love you have to have in order to take care of kids and make sure they don't die. And I'm not just talking about in a zombie pandemic, but just like in general, like that is superhero shit to me.
0: Also, I don't know if you want to say in this, context of kids y'all are gonna get your asses eaten but anyway um <laughs> <laughs> see that's where your
1: mind goes though that's where your mind goes i, I don't think take everybody's respons- mind's gonna go I don't take responsibility, is. but any anyway, responsibility I don't for don't your interpretation that's all about that. you that's all about you he didn't mean that you
0: didn't mean that your anyway. mind
1: your mind uh,
0: but only reason i like that kid because he reminds me of chunk and he reminds me he's like chunk meets something else and then he gets fucked over like a bunch of times so he gets smooshed behind the door that one time mean, he like he like <laughs> smashes his head behind the door <laughs> and then um and then he he like kind of helps out like she she does have a lot of patience for that little shit uh, but it, that, that kid's not the only one all the kids are mean to him I didn't even just dislike that kid it was like all those little kids are well all the little boys were and but little homie had a girlfriend like he was chilling like he didn't care <laughs>
1: like
0: that's my girl don't even worry about it don't trip and uh yeah he didn't wear and then he was trying to he he would try to share his snacks and like i don't eat that okay stop man, motherfucker stop (laughs)
1: that what's that um the dude who played like the washed up musician though when he okay so so this kid this little darth vader kid he like has the snack that has like something in it like peanuts or something that he's allergic to so there's one EpiPen, and this like ain't shit washed up musician dude who's also happens to be his uncle stabs the epi pen into his own hand i want to say
0: or something i think so
1: and like it's just like oh my god so you've teamed up the ultra capable nipida nyongo lupita nyongo with this washed up basically child musician child uh, uh himself um And he can't, and there's this one really funny part because like he calls her um, Miss Caroline, like all the kids do, because he's just so immature. And then they're like finding the zombies and she's like, you really have to call me Audrey, okay? You have to call me by my first name. I thought that was a really nice touch.
0: My light just fell off my fucking computer. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, everybody, look at my titties. Hey, titties. Um, There's some wet-ass titties. (laughs) <laughs> that's it's this damn heat in this room
1: it's so fucking hot here dude oh my god like i can't even and it sucks because like when we're recording i can't have the air on or anything so i'm just like s- stewing in my own juices happened. yeah
0: yeah because i i if i have it on then you'd see it reflecting in these shiny ass i can ref- anyway it's long story who cares um she looks real popping in that yellow. Oh, she that, looks like, so good in it. Any bright color on brown skin looks real pretty, especially like like brown, brown, brown skin. So, mm-hmm. pretty. Um, what? Uh, anything else that like stuck out to me in this film? I mean, I, Josh Gad cracked me the fuck up. He's he's an idiot, and he was borderline almost obnoxious, but it all worked for me. Didn't over explain the film. It cracked me up. It was kind it was heartfelt. Um, it was foul as fuck. Gross, you know? Hilarious. Uh, you know, I
1: also appreciated, and this doesn't happen very often, um, but usually in movies like this where there's a zombie outbreak, somehow like it exists in a world that zombies are not a cultural uh, item or icon, so nobody knows what to call them or even calls them zombies. And I like the fact they're like, zombies, are they the fast ones or are they the slow ones? They're the slow ones, sir. So it's like, okay, they. this is a world that actually knew what zombies understood
0: were. understood it. I mean, it all worked. That's why even the lazy points that don't quite work, it's all uh, threaded together really nicely. The, the ending scene when they're all like, she's like singing songs to the zombies. And they're like, and they're, like
1: singing back. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take itself
1: too seriously. It let itself have fun and it let me have fun with it. I liked it. It was it was yeah. a, a lighthearted zombie romp that I really appreciated. And I <laughs> love Lupita. I love Lupita. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm Hashtag poet. <laughs> Love Lupita in this, and you know we did Lupita in Us, but like, if anybody deserves to be a screen queen more than once, it's Lupita motherfucking Yango.
0: Oh hell yeah! I mean, and she gave us variety here. This is polar opposite of motherfucking Us. it's ain't yeah. nothing like that. <laughs> she's like, I've never. I mean, she is so straight laced in this film, and she, she's like, she's all the things. I think we're starting. We, we actually kind of see some of the elements. You know, her the, um, her uh, acrobatics. Um,
1: once she gets that shovel and she starts beheading the motherfuckers, but that she was good.
0: Hurdles, taking motherfuckers out. She <laughs> takes out like 50 zombies by herself. All on her own with just one shovel. Like a shovel. I think it was like 500 zombies she took out.
1: <laughs> I heard it was um 669. That's I, I, I heard, heard it was <laughs>
0: stupid, but <laughs> it was 6,669 thousand motherfucking zombies. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah but the number keeps getting bigger and bigger. I heard she took out zombies that were 69 in each other. I also heard that.
1: You know what? I heard that too. I heard <laughs> that on Reddit. Mm-hmm, that was on Reddit. I heard that. Um, but yeah, Lupita, we love you. And we're just so happy to have you as an, a screen queen once again. Catch us next week. Same time, same place. Not really sure what we're going to be covering, but, uh, you know, pay attention to our socials. We'll let you know on Instagram when it comes up so you can watch it with us uh, and shout at the screen, hopefully.
0: All right. And Scream Queen is produced by Alexandra De Palma and Domino Sound.
1: With theme music by Doc Allison.
0: I am Drea Wap Washington. <laughs> I'm on the gram. Uh, hey, girl. Hey, that's Hey, girl. Hey, uh, H-E-Y. G-R-L-H-E-Y.
1: My- my favorite part of that is macaroni in a pot. I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I am Tommy Pico. You can find me at Hey H E Y T E B S on Instagram.
0: You can find us on Instagram at Scream Queen Podcast.
1: And online at screamqueenpodcast.com.
0: Send us some love notes at screamqueen at gmail.com. That's S-C-R-E-E-E-M. Queen at gmail.com.
1: And in the scary movie of your life.
0: You better scream. scream queen.
1: Queen. Queen Queen. Queen.
0: <laughs> tired. And we did that though. <laughs> <laughs>